When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Who didn't see this coming? Four in a row after basically being eliminated from the postseason. Padres sweep Oakland. They had a really good trip. They go six and three. And ever since the clubhouse culture was identified as an issue, well, the Padres have not lost. So a sweep in Oakland, a four-game winning streak, the 30th team in Major League Baseball. There are 30. They're the 30th to complete a four-game winning streak in 2023. A's, Padres, Padres sweep. Padres over the A's today, 10-1 in Oakland. Juan Soto, six RBIs, career high, first career grand slam. Keep on Soto in 2024. We can have that conversation. John and Jim with you. It is the wrap-up show. Subscribe if you are here live or on replay. Please smash the like button for us. Please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super chats. Great way to support the channel. We see the first has already rolled in from JD Gaucho. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks as well. And if you want to become a member, click the join button down below. But Jim... The elimination number is down to seven, but the Padres have won four straight. Uh, I think you called this probably about a month ago, saying that once the season was basically over is when they play their best baseball, and that's exactly what happened this weekend in Oakland. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I mean, did I, did I call it or did I call it? Like, there's no pressure. Um, they are playing a soft schedule. No one's paying attention. Like, I mean, it was a easy like bet that this team just, you know, at the very end was going to play better baseball. And and I I put on social media media the other day and I'll continue to say it to the end of the year. I don't care if they win 10 in a row here. All right. If they use and by they, I mean the front office and whoever speaks at the end of the year. If they use that, well, you know, we played really good baseball in September as a quote-unquote jumping off point for next year, I'll fucking lose my mind. Because anybody with any brains that is going to use that and say, 
man, you know what? Just a couple more games here and there with the way they played in September. I feel good about this team. Let's just let's just run it back. And, you know, they played really good September baseball. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to parlay into them having a really good season next year. You don't know baseball and sports if you think that after this fucking season is a legitimate thing. I'm sorry. I'm well, just I'm sorry. They're not going to, I mean, they're not going to be able to use that successfully. I mean, you can use any defense for, for anything, but they won't be able to use that successfully. They're 10 and five in September. The issue is what they did the first five months, which was eliminate themselves in the postseason, basically right after the trade deadline, when they lost three or four in Philadelphia, that was after the all-star break. That was before the trade deadline. They haven't been serious wildcard contenders since they were 55 and 56 and won a game against the Dodgers to open a series. Um, Faye, welcome to the wrap-up show. Welcome Faye, to the wrap-up show. You I know appreciate Jim. you joining us every night, Faye. Um, but come on, Faye. There, w- come on. <laughs> I, I mean, the, this, is, this is not about games anymore. It's great to see Juan Soto. Again, when it doesn't matter, playing well. Um, you know, you get nice stories like Jose Zocar the other night in his first career home run. Um, you know, Eggy Rosario, uh, Luis Campisano continues to play well, right? It's obviously, Blake Snell going to win the Cy Young here. But I, you know me, Faye. I mean, hey, come on. Jim, come on. They also, can win out. they could win their last 16 games and finish 84 and 78. And Jim will tell you that it was the worst September in, in franchise history. Come on, Faye. No, I would actually tell you it's the, the best September in franchise history. But also, underneath that, it will be on top will be the worst season in franchise history. So no matter what happens in September here, this is already dubbed the most disappointing year in the history of the franchise. At least since 2021. Um, it's shady. It's but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It will be because the expectations be. were so sky high. You're yeah. right. Uh, JD Gatcher. Thank you. He says, Jim's going to walk into Preller's office and give him a gold star. Then say Assad. We did it four wins in a row. So proud of you guys. I mean, that's basically like what's on the like the season DVD. Four wins in a row. What else? What's on the DVD? What's on the highlight package for this team? Uh, I don't even know. There's there's a lot more bad than good. <laughs> One walk off Kevin Acey's article and three wins in Oakland so far. Uh, Jerks and Profar's return maybe. We'll be in there. They've been good. Since- what has Profar done? They've been good. They're like 10 and 5 since he came back. They're very good. Uh, JD Goucher, thank I saw, you. I saw this funny tweet the other day. It was like, could could AC maybe have written this article like a month ago? Yeah, maybe they would. You're right. I mean, maybe they, they needed look, this kick in the butt two months ago. Everything, not everything, but a lot of times timing helps. Um, the timing of this weekend series, like you play the A's, they suck. <laughs> like they're they lost a hundred plus games this year. Um, I know they took two or three from the Dodgers, but the Dodgers, you can't tell me the Dodgers like really were up for that series. Neither were the Padres. It's just, it's just it's sports. It's I mean, they sports, can lose yeah. three to the rod. We don't know. I mean, it is what it is. It's unfortunately it's too little, too late. Uh, Niles, thank you for your super. Again, if you're here, guys, please subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. If you're here on Reply, thank you for the super thanks. Um, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Niles says, uh, didn't get to catch the game today. 
Was there any solid bunts? That was not the story today. The story was Juan Soto with a grand slam, his first career, believe it or not. That's surprising to me. Six RBIs, that's a career high. Soto, now listen, it's all hollow this year because the team is whatever they are, you know, six games under 500. He's put together a really damn good year. 907 OPS, 32 homers, 98 RBIs. He's got 10 stolen bases somehow. What? Um, He's not going anywhere for me. There is no way I'm trading Juan Soto into age 25 season with the question marks they already have on this team. I need Juan Soto to have his best year of his career in 2024. He's had a nice year in 2023. I need better in 2024. And I'm sorry, there's no trade that's making this team better in the short term that includes Juan Soto, in my opinion. Yeah, no, if you want to uh, win next year at a high level, your Juan Soto on this team is, I feel like, going to get you to that that level, right? So I'm not trading him in, in the offseason. I'm not doing that at all. I'm not feeling it. I, I just, I wish they could, I, I wish Juan Soto was signed here for long term. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being a realist, I don't know if that's going to happen. So I'm trying to capitalize on it, on having one son on my team for any, every possible game I have them. Um, so unless they are looking like they did this year at the trade deadline, I'm keeping them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would definitely trade them at the trade deadline if I'm bad. Right. Like I'll, of course, like, I don't, he could hit four. If he's hitting 400, Jim, July 31st, and they're 11 games under 500, trade him. What if they have this almost exact same scenario next year where they haven't played good baseball for yeah, the first trade three months and they're right around 500? They're like four games back of a playoff spot. Yeah, then you trade him because you know you're not winning the World Series. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if they're not trading Snell and Hader this year, though. I know, but they're probably going to learn that lesson. I mean, I mean, I mean, Preller loves to do just fuck fuck things up, and I mean, they. I think honestly, John, the only way Juan Soto gets traded next year is if they are like, like you said, ten games under five hundred the trade deadline, yeah, and just shit. I do think that if they're in the same spot they were last, they they are next year where they were this year at the trade deadline. Pulling angels, like, like a yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm dead Kipo serious. Tani, like around out of playoff spot, right? Yeah, completely. Just you know, hey, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Type of move. I do think that if they're around that number, which is like around 500 and a couple games out of a playoff spot, they'll do something stupid again and they'll keep Juan Soto. Probably. I mean, that's probably true. I'm just saying what I would do, just like I told you what I would do this July, which is you, you have to make moves that are clear and evident like you can't fool yourself 100 games in that's who they were they're the exact same team 150 games in nothing has changed over the last 50 games they've had a nice two weeks Mm -hmm. but the season's over they're the exact same team they've been all year and if they're in the same spot in 2024 will they learn their lesson and potentially try to benefit you know and cut their losses heading into 2025 here's the thing though again it's like what we said about preller it's like was preller a lame duck gm this july at the deadline probably not because we think we'll be back. Mm-hmm. But next year, he'd be a lame duck GM, wouldn't he? Next year, he's going to be a lame duck GM. If they're eight games under 500 and eight games out of a playoff spot, July 31st, he's the he's going to be the GM that makes the moves for the future of the organization. It's just going to be weird. And there's even a scenario where he's not back in 2024 
yet he was pulling the strings in July of 2023. And that's going to be really weird. Uh, Graham, thank you, man, for the super chat. Really do appreciate that. He uh, says, thanks for the shows all year. Thank you, Graham. Uh, John, hope to see you at San Diego State Hoops. Absolutely. If you see me outside, please say hello uh, for our pregame shows. Jim's there sometimes for pregame. Uh, Jim, thanks for keeping it real with fans, unlike the affiliated morning show. Would you like to respond to that, Jim? And thank you, Graham. Yeah, I'll, I'll respond honestly. Actually, I give them credit. Uh, they're in a tough spot. And I think, hey, here's something. I think they've done a good job. Um, there's other maybe people that I think is just bad, but I, I got nothing wrong with I mean, I got nothing wrong with them. No, Jim wakes up at 6 a.m. and the first thing he does is no, turn he don't. on that radio. <laughs> but I've heard some. And, I mean, you can't say that. Like everything is fine. They've done a good job for the spot that they're in. And you know how it is with when you're affiliated. So whatever. What do you, you are you? What you that Mr. I like to tweet Ben Higgins during like our show every day. No, I would react if, if I, I'm not going to completely avoid someone because they work for a competitor so if you tweet something out, I find it interesting. I'll reply to it. I think that's respectful. I mean, why wouldn't I? Right? I mean, what, what, I mean, who cares? We're all in the same business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're doing. They're doing good. They're doing yeah. Good. Why don't you? Sure. Why don't you go produce the show tomorrow morning? Why don't you get up at five a.m. and, and book book the guest? That sounds great. Um, by the way, has anyone noticed the, the September that Xander Bogarts has had? Has anyone noticed? Oh, because that doesn't matter. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like the greatest thing ever. It's like the best month of his career. It's incredible. He's got a 1,200 plus OPS. 1,200 plus OPS in September, to your point, doesn't matter. Has anyone noticed while well, Machado never plays in the field? He's been okay here late. I need to find his September numbers. I would shut him down because I want to get that elbow right. I want to make sure he's playing in the field is what I would do. Um, but two more hits tonight. That's the thing with Machado. I don't think he wants to be shut down. I think he wants to collect those hits. He's got an 850 OPS in September. Not exactly bad. Well above his season average. Never plays in the field. This team's playing its best baseball, Jim. That's what you're going to hear from Preller and Seidler in about two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's just playing their best baseball at the very end of the season. Like five months of the season where it was dog shit. Who cares? Like that is happening, John, and you know it. It's going to be hilarious when they mention how they had a good September. It'll be mentioned. Oh, it will be. It will I mean, be mentioned. It, it's kind of their job to spin it, right? You know, I mean, they're hey, not going to make themselves look bad. We fought all the way back and we won 83 games. <laughs> like, which would still happen. be pretty amazing. They would need to go, <laughs> what? 11 and 1? 11 and 1 down the stretch. That's not yeah, happening. Exactly. But I could see them in the last the, the last 12 games going like 8 and 4. 8 and 4, 9 and yeah. 3. Yeah, it would be. Now, I think the San Francisco series is tough. The Giants have been bad. They may be out of it when they get to San Francisco in a week. There'll be like six games left, so maybe San Francisco's out of it. Yeah. Uh, I think San Francisco's tough. I think at White Sox, what's your motivation? I have no idea. I really have. But then again, what's the White Sox motivation? Um, this home homestand final of the year, Colorado-St. Louis, yeah, maybe go four and two or better. It's definitely possible. Definitely possible. Yeah. But, you know, but they're going to have a, a September where they go – I don't know. What are they at right now? September 10 and 5? I think it's 10 and 5, yeah. Okay. And it's like the play, best how, month in franchise history. They play a couple games in October. I know that. I think one. Season ends one, October 1st. One. Okay. So 
It's 11 games. Yeah. So they win like 18 games in September. Like, <laughs> be a big month. <laughs> you know how you know how bad of a year you have to have if you go 18 and like eight in a month and still finish like 80 and 82, and you don't even finish 500. <laughs> yeah, the 500 thing to me that that's that's the most interesting point there, Jim. I don't think they can spin it if they're under 500, but if they finish at 500, no, there's or no above. Can they spin it? No, I it the, I uh you won't let it be spun. It, it no, it can't Neither be spun. It can't be spun. That is a 100% enabling these people and enabling this team to think something that they're not and to think that this year ended on some type of high note. Give me a break. Like nobody and I mean nobody should want to view this end of the year as going out on a high. If you think this is going out on a high, you need to recheck your expectations and like what you want from this team. Do you want mm-hmm. from this team them just to play well at certain times? Or do you want them to win a World Series? Because I don't know about you, but for me, John, I want them to win a World Series. No, I just want them to play well in September. I've always said that. I've made that clear. <laughs> so like, th- great. You're going to win 16, 17, 18 games in September. And you got Xander Bogarts having the best month of his season. You got yeah. Soto padding his stats, yeah. hitting grand slams, right? You got Blake Snell winning Cy Youngs. You're going to finish under 500 or maybe at 500 in a year where you spent $250 million on your payroll. Mm-hmm. And the expectation was World Series from day one. And you miss out in the postseason and you don't even finish 500. Like, that's, yeah, it's not, that's not it, man. It's not. No, it's not good. And and there'll be changes. I don't know what those changes are going to be. But even you saw some of the stuff post game from Bob Melvin where it was like, hey, oh, I like to use oh, all dude, of my so, dude. We <laughs> yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, he said it. It's probably the third time I'd say since July, maybe more, where Bob Melvin has basically angled a comment that has been critical of the front office in the most professional way he can. And today it was paraphrasing that we've actually been able to use the entirety of the roster here recently, which is something I couldn't do earlier in the year. And I like to use the entire roster as a manager. So that's a direct shot across the bow at the front office. Now, should we read into it to say, this has already been determined what's going to happen. Think about the last four days, Jim. No, three. I take responsibility for the leadership void. And you take a shot at the front office. Again, professionally, if you'd have to really, you'd have to really listen to it to necessarily catch it. But twice in three days, Bob Melvin either taking responsibility or being critical of the front office to me is beginning to look like there may be a, he may not be back as we've as we've been speculating on, and it may be his choice. By the way, based on what he said this weekend in Oakland, and um, you know, do you know who Brody Brazil is? Yeah, Brody Brazil. He is a Bay Area no um, idea who he is. Host for pre and post game live on uh, their TV side for the Oakland A's. Okay, he is has covered this team for well over a decade, um, and he's covered Bob Melvin every single year he was with the Oakland A's. He said this during one of the pregame shows. I think it might have been the first game when Melvin came back. Okay. Because he knows Bob Melvin very well. Makes sense from his time in the Bay, right? Very well. 
And I thought it was very interesting for all the Bob Melvin haters out there in Padres land. Oh, I heard this sound, Jim. His comments about Bob Melvin as a manager? Here, here's what Brody Brazil said about Bob Melvin. Okay. Just take it in, okay, for everyone that hates Bob Melvin. Can I, can I just talk to him for a second? Yeah, go ahead. If your team is struggling and you've got star players and even Bob Melvin can't fix your team, nobody else can fix your team. This is not Bob Melvin's fault. No, it's not Bob Melvin's fault. Like, straight facts, dude. Straight facts. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. It is. And, and a lot of people have made that. I think you've heard that argument made, you know, because Bob Melvin's considered one of the better managers in the game, you know? Yeah. And, and does he take blame? Like, yes. But is it, there's a difference between taking blame for something and then and being it being your fault. Yeah. Like, if um, it's your or, fault, then yes, but it's different. No, it's not his fault. It's it, who knows whose fault. It's everyone's fault. I mean, and it starts at the top of the front office, obviously. It starts mm-hmm. with baseball operations because it's been a failure on the field. And, Listen, it's going to start with baseball operations and everyone's going to be accountable, but come on. When you have a $253 million payroll, you got to win. Um, RH, thank you again for the super. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Appreciate your support. Anywhere you want to go with the conversation, you can go. We'll get to every single super. He said, I read this. Bryce Miller called for the trade of Juan Soto today. You will get very little trading for him at the trade deadline, and the Padres have too many holes to fill. I respect the opinion. And I, I understand the premise for it. I don't think it's wild or crazy or completely unbelievable to consider such an idea. I just wouldn't do it because I think they have enough question marks. And I just think it creates an additional question mark. If you want to say that you can't win a World Series with Juan Soto because you have too many question marks, I get it in 2024. But I'd like to see the Padres in the playoffs next year. Therefore, I would keep Juan Soto because I think he gives them a better chance to do that. Yeah, I saw the piece, um, and I disagree with it wholeheartedly, um, and that's fine. People have disagreements all the time, so I disagree with his opinion. Um, I'm not going to say he's like an idiot for it, like because like sure what I do with you and your opinion, stupid. Correct. Right. A lot of people do with when my opinion uh, is whatever, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I disagree with it. I think yeah. that I would want Juan Soto here to help this team win next year because uh, even if you're not going to re-sign him, he's theoretically, you know, should help your team next season. He should, any team he's on, he should help in a, you know, unless everybody around you sucks. Now I understand like this team has players around you and you have no, you still are like, how the hell did this team get to this point this year? Mm-hmm. But uh, when your goal going into seasons for the foreseeable future is like World Series, unlike it was in Nash in, in in you know Washington with the Nationals, which was they went into the twenty ninth or twenty twenty one season um, and twenty twenty two season not thinking about World Series, so it's different. Um, you're thinking about World Series. You're spending like you are trying to win a World Series. So I would want one soda on my team. And if it doesn't work, you trade him at the next de- deadline next year. But if it does, then you're happy that one soda's on your team. I mean, think about think about this for a second. Trading a future Hall of Famer at the age of 24. 
I mean, the Nationals or his did free it, agency the, year. The, yeah, the Nationals did it to turn the franchise over. Yeah, he, if he was going to walk, they figured get max, max, max value. The Padres didn't trade for him to turn the whole thing over. You're going to trade a 24 year old future Hall of Famer when you are spending 253 million dollars in payroll, and you're going to try to spin that as a win. I'm not saying it's the curse of the Bambino, but I don't think it's a great idea. I just do not think it's a great idea, and I'm not going to be convinced otherwise. And if they trade Juan Soto this offseason, I'm going to be critical. And that doesn't mean they can't win in 2024, but I'm going to be critical. Ashley, thank you for the generous super. I think it's a super sticker, potentially. You can see it over on YouTube. Ashley, really do appreciate your support of the channel. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. Thank you for your support. Like Ashley, like others, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, that, that to me is one of the most fascinating conversations probably heading into the offseason. Is there a chance to extend them? Is there a chance to keep them? Would they consider moving him? That to me is fascinating. Thank you, Richard, for this Thanks, Richard. very generous super chat. He says Dodger fan here, as he always tells us. Uh, with the Clubhouse News on Friday, two Padres will stand tall this season, Hassan Kim and Bob Melvin. While AJ and Peter are in the witness protection program, Melvin has answered the same questions every day. I thought Melvin was really good Friday, Jim, with what he said about mm-hmm. Kevin's article in the UT. I didn't think he had to do that. He took responsibility and accountability. He did not discredit Kevin's article. I think he basically gave it credence and credibility by saying what he said. Um, I am appreciating Bob Melvin more right now than I did at any other point this season, despite the fact that this team is not going to the postseason. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Let me just say this real quick. Do you, I'm not talking about everybody in the chat. Mm. And I'm talking to the people out there that have loved to blow up my mentions saying that Kevin Acey is a piece of shit and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And why should I believe Kevin Acey? Besides Are the play. Are you still getting involved in these three days no, later? No, I'm not. Social? But people okay. are still tweeting. It. I mean, okay. I still see That's it. amazing. I'm not getting involved in it. Because um, I haven't talked about this since I think, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if the only people that you see trying to discredit Kevin and his reporting is a family member of Manny Machado and a player in Will Myers who was not here this year and, you know, talk shit about a manager here in San Diego on mm-hmm. a Twitch stream. If those are the only two people out there, and nobody from inside that clubhouse responded to that that article. Well, publicly. one person did, and well, you may get to that. 
And the one person that did didn't discredit it at all. Who's the one you're talking about? Man, uh, Bob Melvin. Melvin. No, I, there was one person the clubhouse responded. He's been here for like two days. Okay, yeah, Jerkson Profar doesn't Profar count. Retweeted Will Myers. Profar doesn't count. <laughs> if you didn't hear anything like from, and, and it could have easily been a situation after that game Friday night, where in the clubhouse, Xander or Soto or Tati hear from Hassan Kim or Hassan Kim, right? Hey, let me come here. I want to talk to you, right? Sticking up for Manny. Yep. Nothing. And Profar, yeah, he did that retweet, but did he talk to the media about it? Nope. <laughs> no. That, so, that makes his opinions known, though, on Manny Machado, obviously. Obviously, but yep. at the same time, like... He hasn't been here this year. Again, the people so, like, out sit this there, one out. The people know? out... Exactly. Sit this one out. If you're a fanboy of Manny Machado, I get it. Great player. But if you can't take a little bit of criticism towards your favorite player... And if you can't take a little bit of like actual reporting and things that, you know, are kind of damning to your favorite player on your favorite team, sit this one out. Yeah. I mean, I'll go further than Kevin without the, you know, without everything to, to back it up, but I'll go further than Kevin. Kevin's like, I'm not even saying it's a problem. I'll say it. He was clearly a problem this year. Yeah, there's no other way to theorize this. I'm not saying he's the only problem, but to say no. he wasn't a problem this year is a complete disservice to watching the Padres in 2023. Give me a break. Manny Machado has been a huge problem this year. He's not the only problem, yep. but heavy is the head that wears the crown drink. He's paid as the you know richest player on the team. He's a in the prime of his career on the way to Cooperstown potentially. And he's accountable for this team's lack of success. I'm sorry. He just is more so than Trent Grisham and Luis Campusano and Hassan Kim. And Kim's had a very nice year, obviously. But to pretend like he hasn't been a problem this year would be, wouldn't be truthful, obviously. No. The, the 2023 year for Manny Machado, you know, will be viewed as a massive failure of a season offensively on the field. And he failed as a leader of this team. Um, now he might want to try to take the easy way out and tell everybody there's 26 leaders on the team. Give me a fucking break, okay? But he failed this year as a leader. He failed this year as the captain. He failed this year as the highest paid player on the team. He failed this year on the field. That is the 2023 season for Manny Machado, whether you like it or not. Yeah, he probably even failed with the way he went about his extension, getting into spring training and making it about him. Now it worked for him. It yeah. worked beautifully for him, and he's been he compensated. A- but did that set the team on the right foot? You, you could argue that it didn't, especially with the benefit of hindsight. And I'm not saying he got paid and that's why he's performed like this, but he did get paid and he's performed like this. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, and he's going to have to bounce back both individually and team-wise in 2024, or this thing's only getting worse. If we go another year of an average or below-average year for Manny Machado and an average or below-average San Diego Padres team, you're getting in a spot that's going to be tough to get out of if you're Manny. And if the tennis elbow really affected him that much this year... Then shut it down. Then he should have shut it down and he should get surgery, like ASAP. Yep. Because I I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear about him being hurt to begin 2024. No, like you're out there, you're playing, you got to perform. Okay. If you're hurting and you need to get something done to make that not hurt anymore, like you do it. 
Okay. I agree. So he, he just, he just, uh, yeah, he's the front of the line for me in a, in a long Dude, line of people Kevin that didn't even like pin it on him. And everyone's like, Oh my gosh, is the, like Kevin literally went out of his way yeah. to not fully pin it on Manny Machado, where if you're being honest with yourself, if you want to be completely unbiased in the situation, put it on Manny Machado. Yeah. You put it on Manny Machado. Right? There's a long line of people, players, right? I'm talking about the players that have underperformed all year long. Okay. Starting with Manny Machado. Starting with, yes, Manny Machado. He's the front of this line. He is. All right, let's get to this. Our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. We can't do this day in and day out without his support. He's been with us since day one, which is over two years now. We launched this thing in August or September of 2021. We've been on the radio two years before that. So we've been doing the wrap-up show for the better part of the last four years, day in and day out. In season and out of season, couldn't do it without the support of our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. I've got a homeowner's life insurance and earthquake insurance policy through Mark Nimitz. He has saved me and my family hundreds of dollars. Last year, he saved us thousands of dollars when we had a flood in our place. He took care of everything, made the process simple. It would have been a disaster if not for Mark Nimitz. He's got great service and communication. He's a great insurance agent. You can get to his website on screen by clicking the link. In the description down below, you can get free quotes online or by calling Mark, who's a native San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan. Huge supporter of our work, huge supporter of the Padres. He can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance. Simple as that. He can save you $750 or more. Auto, home, renters, condo, life, earthquake, whatever it is. Get in contact with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you support our work, if you support this channel, please support a San Diegan any insurance need, please contact Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all this information right there above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Now, you might be asking yourself this very question tonight, Jim, if you're a Padres fan. You may be saying, hey, has this four-game winning streak changed the chances that the Padres could make a run to the 2023 postseason? Let me answer that. No. So the Padres elimination number has gone down every single day this weekend. It's currently seven. You say, well, how's it going down? Because teams in front of them are winning. So their elimination number is seven. What does that mean? They've got 12 games remaining. Any combination of losses or wins by the teams currently occupying the third wild card will result in the elimination number going down, which basically means this. You go 12-0, and and you're unlikely to make the postseason because you're basically saying, hey, Cubs, Marlins, or Reds, can you go like, five and seven can anyone go like five and seven down the stretch and the answer is probably yes all of them no just any of them goes five and seven and you're out you see what i'm saying like that even five and seven is going to be if one team goes five and seven in front of you yeah now if all of them go worse than five and seven or every single team every single one of them is going to four and eight for the rest of the year right so i don't even then it's like Mathematically, that's going to be tough to pull off. You're still six back, right? Why am I even talking six about this? Back without, Why are we talking about back, this? It doesn't six matter. Six back without tiebreakers. The only person I want to hear about playoff odds from is Will Holder. Now, the Cubs have lost five straight. Sucks for them. <laughs> um, so what I'm saying is it remains at Fangraphs. Have you checked Fangraphs today? Uh, so fun. <laughs> no, I have not checked Fangraphs today. It's so fun. It's not um, fun. Actually, it's kind of depressing if you're Let's a Padres see, fan. The, I think it's shooting up. Padres mm, with the win today went down from 0.3% to 0.2%. That's because teams in front of them are winning. You know what happened this weekend? 
Niners over the Rams. Nope. Padres. Padres over the A's three this times. Is a, this is a this is a big story. Big story over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Musgrove officially shut it down. We talked about that Friday, didn't we? Nope. No, he did. No, I mean like that's not that's, okay, what I'm that's not about. the story. Uh, Darvish officially shut it down. Nope. Kim is out with like an undisclosed abdomen injury. You're not even close. Lugo's going to opt out. Nope, not even close. Not even close. Happened this weekend in Oakland. The A's didn't announce they're staying. Nope. Give me a hint. Dodgers clinched the NL West. If I give you this hint, you'll guess it. I hope (laughs) you would. What? What did the Padres do by winning all three games and scoring 10 runs today versus only giving up one? Run differential. Where are they? they? Are like third plus, in the National League? They're plus 77 in run differential, Whoa. fourth best in the National League. Wow. <laughs> I'm using that. If I'm AJ and Peter, that's the first thing on my oh, dude. big bullet point. That's like 50 font. <laughs> that is 50 font? 100 60. font. I'm putting on a projector behind me is for my for my out of, you know season-ending press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize but that's a lot of run differential. What was their total? So they won 10 1 today. I don't even remember the scores. They won like 8 3 on Friday oh, and right. then won yeah. like 6 1 yesterday. Like five, run differential two, was eight, a good, three. Five, was a good eight, set plus 17. Dude, huge weekend for run differential. I'll tell you this if they lose any game down the stretch, it better be close. You don't want to lose by four or five runs. Plus 77. Here's my question. When's the last time a team was this high in run differential and under 500? Someone do the research on that, which I'm not going to do, and no one will. But when's the last time you had a team plus 77 or better that was under 500 at the end of a year? Bet it's been a while. They've been unlucky. <laughs> plus plus 77 in run differential, and people are going to point to that as like, well, they're they're just they're close. <laughs> Rich McGuire expected win loss 1972. Hmm. This is their first 90 win season under AJ Preller. So that's an excuse that I put on. I think I put that down on my excuse chart, like the expected uh, team win loss record with the run yeah. differential they had. Yeah. yeah. If they bring that up, drink. <laughs> I'd like 10 yeah, things. What else is going to be brought which up? Is like, well, like injuries. Excuse- injuries. You didn't have you didn't have you Darvish down the stretch. I have it in my notes. Um. Oh, Marine Lair. It's unseasonably cool in May. I don't think they're going to. Who was it? The Baltimore or some team in baseball? Yeah, they just announced batter's eye. Yeah, announced they're going to change their batter's eye. Is it Seattle? Forget. Um, Okay, so let me pull up these. They're going to say Rich Hill. Like Rich McGuire just said he cost us 10 games. (laughs) They're not going to like say Rich Hill cost the Padres (laughs) postseason. All right, here are the uh, current. Excuses, excuses that I have written down that will potentially and probably be used by this team to the end of the season. I have injuries. I have bad luck. I have run differential. Mm-hmm. I have down year. I have That's not the excuse. Well, it might be said. Okay, like things that could be said or used as an excuse. Okay, uh, can't happen again because they said that in twenty twenty one. Like that. Once in a generation, because they said that in 2021. Look at our minor league system in some way or fashion. Oh, it's been very good. Yeah. Well, they made the postseason two of the last four years. Um, 
expect- how many postseason series have they won in the last four years? They've won three postseason series in the last four years. How many teams have done that, Jim? Oh, we we made the NLCS last year. That's a good one. <laughs> just just when, when when in times of desperate need, when times of peril, point to like oh, Fernando Tatis Jr. missed the entire year. He's gonna have an even bigger twenty twenty four. Oh, uh, no. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's if anybody has any other excuses that you think the Padres will roll out there at the end of this season, put it in the chat right now. I'd love to hear from you. Um, we'd love to put it down on my excuse chart. Yeah, I need more. I need more. Like Matthew said, I need a J&J bingo card for this. Love that idea. We do need a bingo card. And I have to say this because this is going to be brought up, and I see it in the chat already. Great friends with us every night. Um, th- with every team, there's always woulda, coulda, shouldas. And if you are going to base your season off of, well, if they just didn't get swept by the Rockies that one series, or if they didn't just lose two or three to the Royals that series, that is like, what does this even mean? The Padres sweep Colorado. If they oh, sweep, if Col- the pa- okay, is yeah. the Padres sweet? I'm like. If the Padres sweep Colorado, they literally no, they can't. No, no, they can't. And here's why I say that: because if you look at if for that to happen, you need like five teams to all lose their next three games. That would be Arizona, Chicago, Miami, Cincinnati, San Francisco. Right? I'm not talking about this. <laughs> so it's not. It's now. It's you're I'm talking about some mathematical about impossibilities. I'm, I'm literally not talking about them with no, any it, chances to make the postseason, and I'm not even thing. scoreboard watching. I'll talk about it if with a game to play. No, 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 no. If they're alive <laughs> with three to play, I'm talking about it obsessively. I'll do a 24-hour show. Three games, ba- three games back. Three, three back with three to play, we're going to do a 24-hour show. 24-hour stream. All right. Which means right. it's going to happen. Deal. I will. Okay. Done. And my Aaron will kill me, but we're done. We're going to do 24 hours. Done. We're going around the clock. I will. We're, we might broadcast live from from the, the new Kaminsky or whatever that was called. Yeah, I'll, I'll stream right field. I'll sleep during the show. Perfect. Me too. Like those Star Wars channels. They just leave the channel on all night long. They just sleep. I love that idea. If they are mathematically alive with three to play, which they could be. <laughs> Jose's like uh, cap. You're not. You're not telling the truth, dude. Test us. Get to within three back with three to play. Oh, God. And that matches my cap, Jose. It does, yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that it doesn't matter even if they're three back with three to play. It doesn't even This Let me just say this right now. I have to say this, Jim. This would be the greatest run in baseball history to get to the postseason from this point, if they make the postseason. It would be the greatest run in the history of the game because you'd have to pass San Francisco, Cincinnati, Miami, and Chicago, and or Arizona. You have to pass four of those five teams in two weeks, and you're like 10 games behind them all. If they make, if they make the postseason and they make a run to the World Series, what are you going to do? I will legitimately shave my head and my beard and my Ooh, eyebrows. I'll shave my this. whole head, my entire head. I'll shave it all live on this. stream. Aaron and will I do the will, whole thing. I'll drink a kombucha. 
Okay. But Jim will do all that. Only if they make the World Series. <laughs> yeah. No, well, definitely. Yes, Anthony. It'll be a 24-hour subathon. Like, yeah. yes, subscribe to, to experience it. Be unbelievable. We'll have guests from all over Chicago, San Diego, Major League Bay. Maybe the commissioner will join us if they're live at three, <laughs> three to play. Yeah, I will. You know? Um, okay, let me tell everyone about our wonderful partners here on the wrap-up show, including our friends at Aura, O-R-A, dot organic. If you're looking to get healthier, this is the place to do it. Their co-founder, Will, is such a huge supporter of this channel. He's a lifelong Padres fan. He's a native San Diegan, and this is a great company with all plant-based nutritional products, including a probiotic I've taken every day for over a year. Great product. I take it every single day for digestion, heart health, mental health, and more. You should be taking it as well. They have pre-workout supplements, proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take an omega-3 oil from Aura. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. Great, great company. Check them out at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. They have much more than that, by the way. It's all plant-based. Everyone wants to get healthier, whether it's yourself or for your family or for your friends. Please check them out. Again, if you support our work, please support our friends at Aura based here locally in Southern California. Check them out, ORA.organic, or click that link in the description down below. Yeah, go there right now, www.ORA.organic. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. If you're looking to you know, be healthier and you want to start taking some supplements, but you don't know where to begin, Aura is the best place for you. All organic, plant-based, uh, healthiest on the market. Go there right now, pick us some stuff, and uh, you'll thank us later. Ooh, the World Baseball Classic. What about, oh, yeah. No, the cl- yes. the rules. The rules have hurt this Ooh. team. WBC. Here we go. WBC. I feel like uh, they instituted the rules too quickly. New rules. Yes. New rules. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Clip it. Clip the moment. Clip it. We're here for it. Clip ever. Oh, that's not what I that's not what I meant to pull up. <laughs> clip it. Clip. 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 Post it everywhere. Please. And then put a link. To subscribe for people please do that please yeah. spread the word on john and jim in fact click the link in the description down below right now subscribe to the john and jim youtube channel that'll be part of the 24-hour stream that right. three-hour show i mean everyone um, else gave up on this team that no one else streams anymore except for us yeah where is everyone i mean the time gets tough you don't want to and no one wants to stream anymore right well, come on guys where is everyone fadden was streaming earlier today but Fadden streams. Fadden streaming. He's doing a twenty-four hour, three sixty-five stream right now. Fadden's posting Eggy Rosario RBI highlights during like NFL Sunday when like you got Russell Wilson throwing hail marys. I'm like breakdown. Eggy Rosario RBI base hit breakdown. And then the very next tweet's like, oh my god, Russell Wilson with a fifty yard hail mary. Right. And the Dad entire Prescott, timeline is just like thirty for thirty. Yeah. <laughs> look at Mike, look at Micah Parsons. Oh my god, right. look at the Giants comeback. Four sacks, one forced fumble. Yeah. Look at Christian McCaffrey, yeah. fifty exactly. yard run. And then Tua. Ben's like in the middle there. Eggy Rosario just hit right. an RBI single. <laughs> like, what? and we joke because we 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 like. Um, yeah, but it has quieted down, hasn't it? It has quieted down, hasn't it? And we're doing this. By the way, the numbers, the number of people watching the wrap-up show, folks, you guys are real ones because there's a lot of people that aren't here. We appreciate you. Okay. We we, like this is a pretty good turnout for yeah, you know, where is everyone? Where this team is at this year. So we appreciate everybody in the chat. Uh you guys are like the motivation that we have to do these every night. 
So thank yeah, you. Like it would be right. It's pretty easy not to do it. <laughs> you know, like it's pretty Very. easy not to do it. Yeah. So we're doing it because we know you want it and we know there's not the same percentage of people that want it, but we're doing it for you, whether you're here live or on replay. So that's why we're doing it. We're doing it for, uh, and I have to say for you guys, uh, Trevor in Oceanside mm. at, uh, what was the restaurant? It was like hello Betty restaurant. Oh, doesn't he like love you or something? Mm. Strong word. Very strong. Okay. Um, Does he love us? You didn't talk. You didn't really talk about you. Oh, here we go. He plays like John. And I hope I. I'm sorry. I'm really bad with names. But if you know who you you know who you are. If you know who you are, (laughs) I'm pretty positive his name was Trevor. But uh, that's great. Ugly Betty. I forget what the what the place called. It was right by the. You don't know the name of the place. You don't know his name. No, I'm on the ticket. On our ticket, it said Trevor. Like, I think it's Trevor. Trevor says he watches the show. and uh you know gave us a little hookup very where was my hookup you weren't there john it's true um so thank you trevor and this is a shout out to you man my man if you're watching or watch this on replay thank you for uh thank you for uh helping us out no doubt thank you for your support wrap-up show john and jim if you watch the wrap-up show, please make sure to support us on John and Jim, by the way. Whether it's YouTube, San Diego Sports 760, we're with you every single weekday from 3 to 6. Uh, Greenfin Music, thank you. Uh, thank you for your super. It says, what player could the Padres acquire who would be able to dominate the clubhouse in a positive way and inspire mm-hmm. winning attitudes? Mm, such a loaded question. Well, that's loaded. I mean, here's the thing, Greenfin. If we knew that, we'd be in charge of the team. I mean, if A.J. Preller can't get that right, then I don't know if we can get that right, to be fair. Like, that's probably a tall order, the clubhouse dynamic. I don't know if it's one player, by the way. They brought in all these likable guys. Nelson Cruz, managing WBC teams. Matt Carpenter, he's won everywhere, right? Great influence, right? They've brought in coaches to work with Manny Machado. They've brought in – they've changed coaching staffs. They've brought in new managers. And none of it's worked. Yeah, I don't so, think it's about, uh, like – acquiring a player to dominate the clubhouse. Yeah, I don't think it's like Cody Bellinger come on down and all of a sudden they're good. I think it's like not subtracting players because if you subtract players, you lose talent. I just think it's like roles and egos need to be put in check. Um, That type of thing to like create a winning attitude. Like that's how this thing is going to be turned around is if these players in that clubhouse look themselves in the mirror for a long time this offseason and communicate because that'd be that'd be cool communication is awesome communicate with each other about like the dynamic and the goal and you know this is about winning a world series and we're all on the same page and you know it's not about money it's not about who's making what it's not about this it's not about numbers it's about one goal and it's winning the World Series and playing for each other. And I don't think they did that this year at all. So, like, if that happens in the offseason, there is a chance. Now, you still have to talk about the depth of this team and the pitching of this team um, and the general manager of this team. But, like, if those four dudes, if you put them in a room, lock the door and tell them you're not fucking leaving until you figure this out and you make sure that you all are on the same page and pulling for one another 
and there's no more ego bullshit. There's no more money bullshit. There's no more anything. Everybody's an equal. Okay. Now, if one of you decides that you're going to take the reins and be the leader of this team, that'd be awesome. But it, that's how they fix it. That's the best thing I could think of. Not acquiring, yes. but changing the mindset with those four dudes. Okay, Dion. Um, Cold of personalities. <laughs> thank you. I mean, all right, all right, <laughs> Mister. Hey, what is this? Uh, was that movie with? Uh, was oh. it Al Pacino, the football movie? Like, hey, okay, uh, great. Um, I'll shut up and won't say anything anymore. Cold of personalities. Thank you. This is very kind. He says, "I stopped listening to the other guys for a while now. I was in limbo for good Padres content until I found this channel. Now I try to listen to the radio show as well. Thank you, Cold of personalities. We need more like you. Honestly, for those of you that are with us every single day on YouTube, please join us on the radio as well." If you want us to remain doing this like every single day and not get fired at some point, please support what we do. Um, or if you want us to get fired, fired support regardless. us. What's that? I said, or if you want us to get fired, still support us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's this, always a scenario where Jim could be fired at any point. I think oh, I probably could as well. Strong possibility. Um, but there's but a thank but, you. Like, there's also a thing there where. What? Hmm. Yeah, never mind. What if getting fired? Like, I'm not going to slip up and like say anything bad. No, but just, here's the thing. Here's what I would just say. Here's what I would just say to people that have supported us on YouTube or on radio. It's a, it's a business of like showing up. So all you guys that show up, we appreciate mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause that basically keeps us able to do this. If that makes sense. Right. Um, Murray, thank you. He says, I'm not losing faith until they're fish. They are officially out. I respect that. You have the mindset and mental capacity that I wish I had, <laughs> right? For any team, because right, the, the Niners like were tied at seventeen, and Jim was like, "I wonder if they should just get rid of Purdy and Debo." And Dude, they went down seventeen ten, and I like was like, "This game's over." Right, <laughs> I knew that was happening. I knew that was happening. You know, so you know, I, I do respect that. There's a number of people here. I think there's a lot of people here tonight that you know are like, "Hey, you never know." I, I saw. I've seen a few people say, "You never know." And that's fine. Hey, it's fun to be a fan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you're a diehard, stay a diehard, man. I'm not going to tell anybody how to fan. I just, I'm also going to say, just be prepared to have your hopes crap, like destroyed. <laughs> so David says, uh, we help him sleep at night. Very soothing after losses. What about wins? Do we help you sleep after wins? How, how many both? people. Here's my question. If you're here live or on replay, if it's replay, put it in the comments. If you're here live right now, how many of you have fallen asleep listening to us or watching us? Yeah, me too. On replay, probably. I fall, I'm falling asleep right now. I know you are, but you fall asleep at like 3 o'clock. Yes. I sleep and you wake up at like 3 o'clock. <laughs> I wake up and I go to the show. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the comments here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is year-round, Johnny. Not every it's, day. It won't be every day. It'll be, and it's it'll not be during, at night as much. No. So you're going to watch be, on a replay. Yeah, it'll be during days, like in the mornings. Because Jim's trying to get like married, and he's worried that Aaron's going to leave him if he doesn't. And you don't want to get a divorce. You can't even get a divorce before you're married. No, no. I said you don't want to get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Today's my anniversary. Happy anniversary. I'm talking to Jim. <laughs> what'd you do nothing dude when you I, okay we're what? married 12 years we're going away next weekend for a night 
Where? Good question. Working on that. But the Aztecs play Friday, so that opens up Saturday, Sunday. So that gives us an opportunity that this weekend didn't really provide. So like when when you're married for a year, you're celebrating on the day. When you and Aaron have your anniversary on whatever, Memorial Day 2025, you're going out. It's a big deal. You're buying presents. You better have a freaking nice card. You better have a nice present. Come 2035, you're going to have forgotten three anniversaries already, I promise. And you're not going to celebrate the night of because you're going to have two kids at home. They're both going to be driving you up a wall. You're going to be sneezing. Aaron's going to want to punch you. And you're going to go out another time. Did I summarize that pretty well for people that have been married 10 years? I mean, if that's what, if that's what I have to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> then don't get married. Never get married. <laughs> no, marriage is great. As as Kristen's holding up like a yeah, gun she, pointed at you behind the exactly. thing. She's like, say That's, it's great. Yeah, wait, what's that like meme? Or when were we using that recently? Oh, you know, I know what it was. It was the Kevin Kevin Brown's like tweet, like oh, the yeah. Orioles. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, I love the Orioles and the Orioles have done everything for me that i've Link ever wanted twice so we know you're okay yeah like is this a ransom letter that you just <laughs> like do we have to like take the third word letter of every word and like put it together and like it spells out like help me or something i love it man uh, i'm just looking here um jd gaucho sometimes takes naps listening to us um ballpark pretzel falls asleep listening to us why is that like a thing i do that too man i listen to a certain podcast on well, Whatever. it's nighttime. I know. But I, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's easy. I love listening to podcasts to go to sleep. But sometimes the problem is if I get into it, I can't go to sleep. Okay. Like if it's a realignment podcast, I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> no, because you're watching that like, like six in the morning. Intently. Yeah, um, like, I have to watch this. Richard, thank you. This is Dodger fan here. Um, I'm asked by my Dodger friends why I support the show. I found it by accident and just got hooked. I stream the radio at work. That's very kind, Richard. Here's the thing I would say, because obviously this show is for Padres fans. <laughs> you probably know that, Richard. But what I think people recognize and appreciate, whether it's a Padres fan or a fan of any of the other teams, is we're just honest. That's all yeah. we're trying to be. We're like It's just about being transparent and honest. And I think that's probably why it's resonated with whomever's watching. Is my guess. Yeah, I'm not. We're not going to sugarcoat anything. And if they have a a win, we're not like in a meaningless game against the A's. It's not the, probably the thing we're going to lead with, unfortunately. Um, I saw I saw Chad here made you know had a request. Okay, if I could get Coach to be an usher at my wedding is coaching is coach. Okay. Well, who's on this invite list from the local media scene. That is a great, great, great question. Well, you know, can he be, can he be my, I, uh, can he officiate instead? Oh my God. Coach officiating the wedding. Yeah, absolutely. Please. I, Wally pit me. Well, I don't want to do it. Like Jimmy, uh, do you take Aaron? Uh, he'd be he'd so much better than me. He'd be like so good. He'd be like, this reminds me of that 1984 Padres team. This is a nice lot. Sure, they didn't win the World Series, but they came close. And I think well, you look, guys have come close at, to a good match. Look at these napkins. These are some great napkins. He doesn't talk like that. 
the only, the only thing I can do with coaches is like, he's, yep, yep, he's a good ball player. <laughs> now, I, I saw a many... coach the other day in the, in the press box at uh, Snapdragon. Oh, it must talked. be nice. Yeah, I was like, uh, coach, come over here. It's Jim. Talk Padres for about 20 minutes. <laughs> who else is who else is coming? And by who else? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to invite, invite all of 97.3. I'm going <laughs> to invite nobody from 760. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, I'll invite Hacksaw to be security. Yes, Hacksaw. I won't invite. Yeah, why would you take me to officiate? You could have gotten Ted Leitner. Okay. What do you mean? Okay, that would be a good. That would be a really good officiate. He'd be really good, but he doesn't. Yeah, know he's who probably, I am he doesn't know you. Way. That's the problem. Even though I've met him so many times, <laughs> have you? Yes. Well, like, huh? Who are you? Huh? Maybe you should keep in touch. <laughs> what? Who are you? Um, Murray, thank you again, man. He says, I've been a Padres fan for 45 years, been through hell and back with this team. Also, Clippers fan for 45 years. Wow. Also, when they were in San Diego, I don't waver my loyalty. I love that. I do. That's a lot, a lot of championships, a lot of winning seasons. You know, the Clippers have had a winning season every year under Steve Ballmer. Clippers wrap up show. Speaking of Clippers wrap-up show. 11 straight years, I think. Why is your boy Kawhi at a Colorado game and not anything Aztecs-related? First of all, that's not true. He was at an Aztec game like two years ago. Because he got his jersey number retired. He's also, you as you see, I think sometimes on social, is, or has been discussed on air maybe with current or former players, he's often in the Jam Center. Often. Okay. But is he showing up? Well, he's not, he doesn't have to like... He's like a 35-year-old male. He doesn't have to only attend games at San Diego State. I just He's I'm like saying, a, hey man, one game, that'd be cool. Bro, when you don't have to show up. He, he he goes to the beat of his own drum, does he not? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. And he looked like he was having a good time. Everybody looked like I had a good time. Imagine, I mean, Colorado this week, this past week. Why don't you do a, a Buffalo's wrap-up show? I I will actually because <laughs> with blender sunglasses on the whole time. I will. Coach Prime, bro. Do you when believe? You quit on them down eleven. With what do you? Six minutes left. You're like this story was fun. I did. Yeah, I was a fucking idiot. Um, what do you think of? Because I saw a lot of people very upset about this. What? Them storming the field after they beat Colorado State. Oh, it's a, it's a huge rivalry. You got to like you came back from eleven down with five minutes left. You went one and eleven last year. Enjoy it. What are right. we? It's like oh, are we going to be mad at Tatis because he swung three zero? Yeah, give me a break. Come on. Yeah, give me a break, guys. Stop it. It's it's supposed sports are supposed to be sports yeah, are fun. supposed to be fun. It's older. It's it's a, it's an epic night. You and got Dion at night against Colorado State in the state. It's obviously a big deal. Colorado State, to their credit, played like the game of their lives. It was like it was like the Super Bowl. And they could not. Colorado could not lose that game. Like by any means. They, yeah. Do you know the line? Have you seen this Oregon line for Saturday? Is it like 20? 21. That crazy? That seems yeah, pretty. It's a little twenty-one. Well, they're without Travis Hunter. And they prove everyone wrong though. Their defense gives up four hundred and sixty yards. The Travis Hunter game. hit. This is just the Buffalo. The Travis Hunter hit was he stayed in the game, dude. I, I'm shocked. Like the one thing that I was waiting for Dion because I want. I watched. I watched everything, dude. I'm a, I'm I'm obsessed with Colorado. <laughs> I I waited up the sunglasses. Like, I did. I waited up to like 1245 AM the other night to watch Dion's press conference. And I was 
waiting for him to see if he was going to destroy that number 11 on Colorado State for being a dirty motherfucker. Did he or no? He didn't, to his credit. Yeah. He actually, the first that question means- was asked about Travis Hunter and that hit. And he just was like, you know, he's going to be out a couple of weeks. Is that, he's like, that's what I've been told. Couple and he didn't, he didn't even comment on the, on the player hit. Because if I was a coach, I would have gone at that guy and ruined his life. Like with Deion Sanders' cachet, you could have ended that kid. But he didn't. I have an idea. Colorado State should run, should run one more crossing route four yards downfield. They ran like 60. <laughs> it was incredible. This, this is Every how the going. We're talking about Colorado, Colorado State. It, yes. Yeah, listen. They fooled us a lot this year. If they win at Oregon... They went at Oregon. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like a playoff contender. I bet, they can, go, I bet they can go, what do you think, eight and four this year? They could They could even be better than that, potentially. They could be like nine and three. I mean, an amazing season's 10 and two, New York six. I, I think eight and four, nine and three is definitely in the cards. If you look at their schedule, Jim, they're playing like Stanford and ASU. These teams suck. There, there's a couple of wins in there, and they've already got three. So, But Oregon, USC, do they play uh, Utah? They do at Utah. There's a loss. And USC. That and should be a loss, even though it's in Boulder. But yeah, I mean, there's some tough do they games. they Washington? I don't know if they do. I literally looked at their... I, how have you not looked at their schedule? You're like Mr. Buffalo. I, 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 you're right. I, I should... I, my bad. Because those are all losses to me right there. <laughs> Here's your indictment on the season. We're talking about the damn Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes. And Coach Prime. Yeah. Exactly. He, I saw I saw a video the other day. People at the ASU game, fans, were actually watching the Colorado-Colorado State game on their phones during the Arizona-Fresno game. That's crazy. All right, let me get to this. Um, Fresno's, a, Fresno's, a, Fresno's a problem, by the way. Well, they're 3-0. They're a big problem. They're, they're, problem. they're they a problem. They run the table if you look at their schedule. Yeah, they're a problem. Um, by the way, if you support our channel, please support Underdog Fantasy. The NFL is back, and this is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. They have pickums going on right now, simple higher or lowers, plus drafts going on right now in all sports, Major League Baseball, NFL, Monday night drafts going on for tomorrow with $125,000 in prizes, MLB drafts going on right now starting at just $3 per draft. If you use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You heard me right. If you use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Right now, you can select higher than 204.5 passing yards for Deshaun Watson tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. And then you can pair it with, how do I do this again? MLB. Let's find the Padres tomorrow against the Rockies. That's showdown. Monday Night Baseball. Let's see what we have tomorrow. Who's even pitching? Who knows? Um, Michael Waka. And then Blake Snell for that. Bro, they can win like can win six out. in a row. They can win out. I can't I'm going to six in a row and people are like, what? I'm going to take, no, Charlie Blackman's not having seven fancy points. Famous last words. I'll have like 60 tomorrow. Um, Lower. If that hits, Deshaun Watson higher than 204 and a half passing yards and Charlie Blackman under seven fancy points, $20 pay 60. Underdogfancy.com. Use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. We're done, right? 
All right, here's the deal. Join us tomorrow on the radio, 3 p.m. Darnay Tripp will be on the show. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen on San Diego Sports 760. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Please do join us live or on replay every single day, John and Jim. Please subscribe to our brand-new John and Jim channel by clicking the link in the description down below or searching for John and Jim 760. We're like 15 subscribers away from 1,000 because of you guys, so please subscribe if you wouldn't mind. only takes, what does it take, 10 seconds? Click Less. the link in the description. It might take nine seconds. It could take it eight. It's like a second. Someone could do it right now. Yeah, just go to our page, John and Jim 760. Mm-hmm. Hit the subscribe button. Also, if you want, become a member of the channel as well. You get Ooh, specific like badges and like emojis. That. We'll do special Monday members only pre-show chats before we start at three o'clock. So you get unedited versions of us. Oh, before un- show. like we're unedited right now, aren't we? I know, but during a show. Gotcha. Uh, and so, yeah, become a member, subscribe. Also, if you want become a member of this channel, subscribe Ooh. to this channel and, uh, like our videos, comment. All good to go. Yes. Thank you for your support. Smash the like button if you're here, but yes, thank you for your support of this channel and the brand new John and Jim YouTube channel as well. Um, okay. Please support the channel, subscribe, smash the like button, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for the super thanks. If you're here on replay, support our partners, Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor, whatever your insurance need is, Mark can help. Click the link in the description down below. Aura, if you're looking to get healthier, ORA.organic, great local company, plant-based products, supplements, ORA.organic. And again, underdogfantasy.com, use promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow on the radio at 3 p.m. Padres win today over the A's 10 1. They've won four straight. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. And tomorrow Sa- night. Sadu. Sa- When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.